Trying to get up to speed on the Colts? This is your one-stop shop, the Colts Daily Update. Here's your host, Matt Taylor, the voice of the Colts, from the Power Home Solar Radio Studio. Hey, good evening. Let's fire it up on a Tuesday. This is the Colts Daily Update. Good to be with you. I'm Matt Taylor. Until 6.15 tonight, talking Colts football. Here on the home of the Colts, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. The Colts are off today, but they'll return to the practice field tomorrow to begin preparing for the Las Vegas Raiders, who are up next in Week 17. The Colts are 9-6 and six on a three-game winning streak. They've won eight of their last ten. The Raiders are 8-7, and seven, and they've won their last two games heading into Sunday. And it's the regular season home finale for the Colts, who can clinch a playoff spot if they win on Sunday. The Colts currently hold the number five spot in the AFC playoff standings, the first wild card team. And if the playoff started today, the Colts would head back to Buffalo to face off against the Bills, who they beat earlier this season. And it's a really big game for the Raiders as well. They are in 10th place in the AFC at the moment. But a win for them would get them to 9-7 and 7-4 and and in the AFC. Identical records as the Colts should the Colts come up short. So Vegas is coming off a 17-13 win over the Broncos on Sunday. And they've won their last two games by a combined six points over Denver and Cleveland. But both teams are dealing with COVID issues at the moment, like most of the league. But it's the Colts that are dealing with it more so than the Raiders. And both teams are pretty significant. But today... The bad news continued as the Colts put quarterback Carson Wentz on the COVID list, meaning he'll miss Sunday's game with the Raiders. It's the first game all season that Wentz will be sidelined, and that's definitely a blow for the Colts to lose their starting quarterback and the engine behind the offense. Wentz was coming off another two-touchdown, zero-interception game against the Cardinals on Christmas night. So he's out, and the Colts have three other quarterbacks between the active roster and the practice squad. Sam Ellinger is the backup on the active roster, the rookie out of Texas, and the Colts have Brett Hundley and James Morgan on the practice squad. Hundley has nine career starts in the NFL and none since 2017, and Morgan has never appeared in an NFL game. So the likely candidate to start on Sunday as of now is Ellinger, who has appeared in Three games so far this season, but has mostly handed the ball off in late-game situations with the Colts up big. He has yet to attempt a pass so far this season, but he is capable, and the Colts have confidence in him. Otherwise, he wouldn't be on the active roster as the backup quarterback. Drafted in the sixth round out of Texas this past April, where he was a four-year starter and threw for over 11,000 yards and rushed for another 1,900. He's also only the seventh two-time captain in Longhorn program history. He got at Texas to 27 wins, the fourth most in school history by a quarterback. He started 46 career games in college and was named second-team All-Big 12 last season. Now, the NFL and the NFLPA, according to the NFL Network, are discussing potential changes to the COVID protocols based on new CDC guidance that cuts the recommended isolation period from 10 days down to 5 days. Now, there's nothing official on that as of now, but if that does go into effect this week, that could help the Colts and the Raiders get a significant amount of players back in time for Sunday's game. Dating back to Monday, the team placed right tackle Braden Smith, running back Marlon Mack, cornerback T.J. Carey, safety Jaleel Adai, linebacker Malik Jefferson, and practice squad corner Chris Wilcox on the COVID-19 list, making it 14 players who have been placed on the list since last week. Quentin Nelson, Darius Leonard, Mark Glowinski, Kari Willis, Rock Yassin, Zach Paschal, Kamoko Ture, and Farad Green, who's on the practice squad, they were placed on the list last week. So because of that, the Colts might be making some changes to their work week in preparation of the game on Sunday. 
They're likely going to move meetings this week to a virtual mode and are investigating ways to minimize contact between players. And Frank Reich said that under that scenario, players would probably come into the building just for practice, and then that would be it. And most of the NFL, as we know, dealing with this issue as the Colts became the 15th team to place at least seven players on the COVID list since early December. And the Colts are especially thin at the moment on the offensive line and at safety. Two O-line starters are still up in the air for Sunday. Left tackle Eric Fisher and center Ryan Kelly. Fisher left the game in the first half in Arizona. He's day-to-day with a knee, a toe, and pec injuries. And then Ryan Kelly has missed the last two games to be with his family, of course, after a family tragedy. And uh, Frank Reich told reporters last night that he's talked with Ryan this week and thinks that Kelly could be back doing some work in the building this week. The good news is the Colts do have some experience in reserve along that offensive line. Danny Pinter has started the last three games for Kelly, uh, who also missed the Houston game due to COVID-19. Chris Reed and Matt Pryor have position flexibility. And then at safety, the Colts are down Kari Willis, who could miss Sunday's game on the COVID list. And Jaleel Adai and TJ Carey were also put on that list as well. Andrew Sandejo remains in the concussion protocol. So George Odom is currently the only available safety on the active roster. Elsewhere on the injury front, Jack Doyle is day-to-day as well with an ankle and a knee injury. And Frank Reich said losing Jack early in the game on Saturday, that was a big blow to the offense given how good of a blocker Doyle is. That's like an extension of the offensive line. And then finally, the Colts are close to making a decision on Paris Campbell. He's been out since week six with a foot, but he's been ramping up his rehab, and it sounds like he has a chance to return to the lineup at some point this season. So get ready for a wild week. There's inevitably going to be a lot of roster moves. Hopefully players come off the COVID list. Hopefully nobody else goes back on the list and look for some outside players to be brought to the roster to fill holes later in the week. All right, time for a quick break. When we come back, we'll hear from Frank Reich recapping the win over the Cardinals and looking ahead to Week 17 against the Raiders. That's next on the Colts Daily Update, 93.5 and 107.5 The Fan. Welcome back to the Colts Daily Update. A look at the Colts with Matt Taylor from the Power Home Solar Radio Studio. Back here again on the Colts Daily Update. On segment one, we talked about the Colts and their COVID issues. Again, the big news of the day, Carson Wentz adding his name to the COVID list, joining several other Colts starters. And Chris Ballard and Frank Reich, they've got a lot of decisions on personnel to make heading into a critical game against the Raiders. Again, if the Colts win, they clinch a playoff spot, and there's a lot of teams competing for those three wildcard spots, including the Raiders, who are a game back of the Colts at 8-7. and seven. On Colts Roundtable Live last night, I asked Frank Reich how tough this week has been, how tough it's going to be between he and the coaching staff when it comes to putting a game plan together, not knowing who's going to be available on Sunday given the team's COVID condition. Yeah, no, it's something that you just you just take with a grain of salt. You understand this is part of the world that we're living in right now. Every team's dealing with it, so mm-hmm. no one's going to feel sorry for you. So, you know, you put together the best plan you can given what the factors that you know, and then you're ready to adjust and adapt when needed. I want to double back to the game. I'm just going to throw some names out there. I mean, so many guys played well. Just throw out some names in no particular order, and just tell me what immediately comes to your mind when I throw these names out to you. I mean, EJ Speed at linebacker, George Odom at safety, Desmond Patman, Chris Reed, Matt Pryor along that offensive line. What what pops into your head when I talk about the way those guys played on Saturday? Man, they just were clutch players. I mean, they all stepped in and played big-time roles. You know, George made that one great deep play. Um, you know, but played well the whole game. EJ was 
played in a dominant fashion, was flying around. I mean, you would have thought he looked like Darius Leonard out there. It really right. looked great. And then both Matt and Chris Reed, you know, Chris before he got hurt, was Chris was playing well. And, you know, Matt played a solid game as well. And Dez, of course, you know, didn't get a ton of reps, but, of course, made the big key cut, uh, catch for the touchdown at the end of the game. So I was real happy for him. What did you see in Carson Wentz in the second half? It started off a little rocky, just one for six to open up the third quarter. But then as the game went on, big completions to Pittman, a uh, big completion to Mo Alley-Cox, and then that off-platform touchdown pass to Desmond Patman. What stood out about his second-half performance when you watched it again on tape? Yeah, no, and then there were two other key throws to, to T.Y., you know, a third-down conversion that gave us a closer field goal, and then, of course, the long pass to him, you know, down the right side. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, really making clutch plays, you know, in the, in the, in the fourth quarter, you know, to help us win that game. And, you know, that's not unusual for a quarterback to, you know, Hey, Hey, you see it all the time. You're watching the game quarterbacks, you know, one for his last six. And then all of a sudden he reels off six or seven. I mean, I kind of think that's a little bit normal at times, mm -hmm. but um, the most important thing is, hey, when you really need him, can he come through in the clutch? And Carson did just that. Indeed he did. Colts head coach Frank Reich is with us. Colts Roundtable live tonight. If you have a question for him, tweet it in every Monday night using hashtag Colts Roundtable. Let's go to the fan questions, leave plenty of time for those. Uh, a lot of these you covered earlier today in the press conference, but the fans are asking, uh, Denny is up first. How is Eric Fisher and Jack Doyle? looking and do they have a chance to come back and play next week against the Raiders well it's too early to tell just yet I mean you know it's just a day after the game so you know we'll, we'll continue to monitor them during the week um, those are two pretty tough guys but um, obviously both of them dealing with multiple mm -hmm. injuries so we'll, we'll keep an eye on them this week all right let's go to John's question given the numbers going up on the team will you take any other extra precautions this week to try to mitigate positive COVID tests Yes, we will. And, you know, we'll, we'll evaluate that, you know, on, a, you know, on every, every angle that we can. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Going along with that, uh, this question is from Morris. Um, when guys on a road trip test positive for COVID and can't play, how do they get home safely? Do they fly home with the team on the team plane? They do not fly home with the team on the plane. You know, we make other arrangements. Um, we make other arrangements for them to come back. All right. Let's go to Ron. Uh, how's Ryan Kelly doing, and is there any chance he might be able to play uh, on Sunday against Las Vegas? Um, you know, Ryan Ryan is doing, you know, he's continuing to work through, you know, a very tragic situation, him and his wife, Emma. Mm -hmm. We continue to give him all the support and love that we can. I do think, you know, I did talk with him today. Um, he seems to be, you know, making some good progress. Do anticipate him being back in the building this week. This is pertaining to the Raiders, obviously. They're up next, and uh, they are very much in the hunt for the AFC wildcard. Uh, one game behind the Colts, and you know this is a big game for them with only two games left. They beat the Broncos on Sunday. Uh, they are 8-7 and seven on the season. They've won two games in a row. And, uh, Coach, it's almost like this is a division game for you. You've played them every year since you've been here, since 2018. What do you see in Las Vegas as they come into Lucas Oil Stadium here in Week 17? Yeah, very good football team in all three phases. Dangerous team. You know, weapons in all three phases. Um, you know, well-coached. Uh, you know, they have a lot to play for, as do we. You know, their backs are against the wall playing for a spot. You know, we, we are as well. Nothing's locked at this point. Yeah. we got to put our best foot forward. That's Frank Reich from last night's Colts Roundtable Live radio show. That full show and that full interview with Frank Reich, it's available now on Colts.com, the Colts mobile app, and anywhere else you download your podcasts on the Colts Audio Network. 
I'm Matt Taylor. We'll have more on the Colts, the COVID situation, and the Raiders game on Sunday. We'll do that tomorrow starting at 6.15 right here on 93.5 and 107.5. The Fan Instant Replay is coming up next. Have a great night.